I'm very excited about today's show, but before we begin, we have Jesse Ledoux with our product feature of the week. Jesse, tell us what you got for us. Hey, Stephen. So this is one of my favorite items in my personal pageant wardrobe. It is the Happy Tears Rhinestone Earring, and it is perfect for about a million pageant-related occasions. I mean, for competition, you could definitely wear it for interview, evening gown, or talent, but it also translates really well to a ton of appearances. Okay. So, I mean, what's unique about this? Is it silver? Is it gold? Like length? Is it more of a stud style or is it chandelier style? Yeah, it only comes in one color. It comes in a clear stone. So that means it has no color to it, like opposed to an AB, which stands for Aurora Borealis, which is like the Northern Lights. This is a clear, completely clear stone and it has silver metal attached to it. So you're going to want to wear it with your silvers. Um, but there's such a little metal component that you probably could get away with wearing it with other metallics. Um, but the reason I like it is it has the where the post is for your earring looks like a big stud. So it's got that professionalism, that sophistication for an interview earring. And then it has a very, very um, size-appropriate teardrop shape hanging from it, which elevates it beyond just a stud. Because we're pageant girls, we love all the bling. And sometimes a stud just isn't enough. So this is that earring that amps it up a little bit, but isn't overwhelming, which is why I say you could even wear this for interview. That's great. And like one of the, I guess, complaints, if you will, that we get about our shop is like, girls, there's so many different earring options. I and mean, we were an official retailer of Jim Ball, that I mean, it's hard to choose. So it's mm -hmm. nice. Like This one is for interview and it seems pretty straightforward. So there's not a variety of color to choose from. Totally. And this is a gym ball earring. So you know it's beautifully crafted and you know those stones are going to sparkle like nobody's business. Um, but they just work with so many different necklines and they're probably about... Um, if I'm just guessing, maybe two inches long from top to bottom, which is a perfect size. And like I said, you're not always going to be at appearances where you're going to be full glam. This is a way to still have that um, that glitzy aura about you because we all have to have that at every appearance, regardless of the type, without going overboard. Absolutely. Now, how much do these costs? And we've already alluded to where they can find them, mm -hmm. um, shipping, all that stuff. Yeah, so this is a really great price, actually. It's $40 for these Happy Tears Rhinestone earrings. And again, they're great quality, great craftsmanship. You can find them on shop.thepageantplanet.com. Free shipping, free returns. And again, these are gym ball earrings. So every pageant girl has to have a gym ball earring. Absolutely. Thanks, Jesse. Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome, everyone, to another episode. Today, Jesse and myself, we're going to discuss the five hairstyles that all contestants or parents must learn. So, Jesse, set the stage for us. Steven, I know you've seen this too, but one of my biggest pet peeves is when a contestant is crowned. And of course, she's probably had full hair and makeup styling done by a professional backstage. And then when she goes out into the public or even the next morning and she's on TV and she's tasked with doing her own hair and makeup, she totally looks like a different person and just like falls flat. Have you ever seen that? Yes, I, I've seen that and I've dated that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, oh that's terrible well, I won't ask it, name. it happens it happens well here's the thing for everyone listening these are five really basic hairstyles that everyone needs to master if you're in the pageant industry because these five they can look clean they look sophisticated and they're versatile so we've selected five hairstyles that if you have 
20 minutes at the end of the day. Go ahead, head into the bathroom to get your tools out and give these a try and master them because a great hairstyle is the foundation for a great overall look. Yeah, it it really is true. It's kind of like rims on the uh, rims on the tires of a car. I mean, if you have like busted up rims and all the other car looks nice, it just takes away from the allure of of the car. And it's the same way with your hair. Like if your hair isn't on on point when you walk out, it just you know the outfit just doesn't look as good, and it's just you don't make quite the impression that you want to. Exactly. Cool. Okay. So, what's the first hairstyle that you feel all contestants and parents must learn? So this one's pretty easy. It's a sleek ponytail. And I can't even tell you the number of times I wore this hairstyle when I was a title holder or I was doing community service. But it's like you can wear it three different ways in the front of your head. You can wear it parted to the side, parted down the middle, or you can wear it slicked back completely so there is no part. Um, and we're looking for that low, tight pony. Do you know? Can you picture it, Stephen? Yep, absolutely. Got it. Okay. So... This is my favorite style when I'm not sure what the weather will be. Um, and because like other hairstyles, they can frizz, um, they can distort, like if it's windy or rainy or humid, like other hairstyles can poof or droop. Um, and that's not the best look. So this is something that you can keep really sleek and contained for a long period of time. Yeah, and it really does. And it can go anywhere for any type of appearance, whether you're working out or like, even if you're wearing a nice dress, I mean, it can really look good there too. So it, it is quite versatile. But let's talk about like some of the situations you recommend to wear this specifically. Yeah, just like you and I both mentioned, like when you're on the go, if you know that you have three appearances in one day, I mean, unless you have miraculous hair, your pageant curls aren't measuring up. If you're doing one appearance, hopping in the car, going to another, et cetera, and like bending out for pictures and like taking your crown on and off. It's just not going to work. So this is perfect for when, you, when you're like totally stacked and you have to multitask your appearances. Like I said, unpredictable situations where maybe you're going to an appearance, but you don't know what they're going to task you with. So you could have something really active to be doing and you don't want to be bending down and tucking your hair behind your ear all day. And it's just a big fuss. Um, and then, like you said, going to the gym, active appearances. If you're going to a 5K run or walk, or maybe you're doing the climb for air for diabetes or not diabetes. That makes no sense. <laughs> the American Lung Association. There we go. And you're like hustling up the stairs and you need to look amazing, but you don't want to sacrifice style. Yeah, and some of the some I really I mean, have a soft spot in my heart for girls that do go out on appearances and they really are active with their crown as everyone should be. Um, they get you get thrown into some situations. You think you're going to be inside, and the next thing you know, you're outside in the tent when it's you know 90 degrees mm -hmm. and high humidity. So you just never really know. So this is a great hairstyle. But what if like what if the humidity starts going or whatever, and you just get like that fly away? How, how do you? Is there a way to remedy that on the fly? For sure. And I will preface this by this is a really easy look that can look like a helmet. So with that said, if you do start to get frizzy or have flyaways, have a mini can of hairspray with you. This is my favorite tip. Spray it on your hand, rub it together, and then put your hand on your hair to smooth down those flyaways. And what that does, it prevents so much hairspray for building up in your hair, which again, if you have like a marathon day, one, you know what hairspray does when it's been in there a long time, it starts to... Um, not necessarily chip, but you know, like it's a white flake, so it can look like dandruff or dirty hair. So this way, you're getting like the most minimal amount of hairspray in contact with your hair, but it's still doing its job. Yeah. Are your hands real sticky after doing that? 
Well, you're going to want to wash your hands because you're not going to just take out your mini hair, mini can of hairspray totally. in the middle of your parents. You're going to do it in privacy, probably of a restroom. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, I was just cur- I was more just out of you know as a guy, I've never done that, had to do that, so I was just curious if it gets like. <laughs> okay, anyways, all right. How do you st- <laughs> how do you style it? Yeah, this is really important because this is such a sleek hairstyle. You're not going to want to match it with something really voluminous just because, well, and I guess for me, I have like the world's smallest adult head. Like, I don't know how it happened, but like, I can't even wear like women's hats. But for me, I find that when I wear this hairstyle, I can't wear flouncy things or like things that are in style right now, really blousy flowy because it will make me look totally unbalanced. And when your hair is so sleek, like people imagine, of course, that like your figure is going to match. And if you're wearing something flouncy, just the, just the look of it, even if you are like a size double zero, that could kind of make you look disproportionate. So I would say stick with figure conscious outfits, more fitted, um, and that'll be more of a balanced look overall. So what you're saying is, if I hear you correctly, uh, if you're going to the gym, wear uh, like yoga pants and a, a tight tank top instead of like loose fitting clothes. Or if you're out, like let's say at the mall, you're or let's say in appearance, you're wearing a, a form fitting cocktail dress instead of something that's loose and can breathe a lot. Exactly. Okay, got it. All right. What's the second hairstyle tip that or hairstyle that you feel like every contestant and parent should know about? So this is Sleek Ponytail's fun younger sister. Okay. So this is like the skipper to Barbie, right? Okay. Um, So this is the high ponytail. And um, so I wore the Sleek Pony a lot, but the high pony is my all-time favorite look. Um, And I think a high ponytail can do wonders for like lifting your face, defining your bone structure. And I love this for specifically teens and younger because it's fresh, it shows personality and confidence, and it's just like a whole lot of fun to look at. Yeah, completely. And I mean, Olivia Coppo, like she was known for her like high, excuse me, high ponytail. And of course, Olivia Coppo is known for almost anything that she wears because yeah. she is flawless. So yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, there's a reason that she wore that high bun for Miss Universe because like she has the most flawless face in the universe. So why would you not allow that to shine. So any girls out there that have like that natural beauty that are always told that you should be a model, you should be in movies, um, or have a great bone structure, rock this look because you will stand out so much stronger with your face if you're wearing a look that pulls it back and up and away. Okay. So how should they like wear this look? Yeah. So you can do two different ways, actually. I mean, there's a multitude of ways, really. Um, you can wear it completely sleek, so really like tight back. I think there was like a Miss North Carolina USA that rocked this look a few years ago. Completely slicked back, high pony, matched it with like these amazing gigantic earrings, and she looked phenomenal. Or you want to go ahead and put some volume up front, like back comb right around the front of your hairline, um, and then you want to curl the back of your hair. That will be like the most bouncy hairstyle ever, and it will look so darn cute. So those are the really like the two juxtaposed way, really sexy and sleek or really curly and bouncy. Okay, and where should they wear it? Um, Depends upon your makeup and wardrobe, actually. Like, you can dress this up for a gal, like I mentioned, like Miss North Carolina USA wore hers with her evening gown, and like, you want to do killer lashes, 
killer accessories um, because again, like your face is the star of the show. You don't have all this hair fighting with your look. So that's the perfect way to wear it. Or you can wear it with really neutral makeup, a casual outfit. Um, and again, it's like the most chameleon hairstyle. Yeah, I do. I really do like this side. It's, it is one of my favorite. I, I love uh, Renata. For those of you who don't know, that's my name, my wife. I love it when she just has any kind of ponytail. Ponytail. It's just my favorite hairstyle. Yeah. Uh, okay, so tips and all that before we move on to the next hairstyle? Yeah, so different types of ponytails look best with different types of face shapes. So um, some girls do look best with it completely tight and smooth their scalp, scalp usually, like I said, that defi- defined bone structure, um, those almond-shaped eyes. Others need some teasing at the hairline. So this is really where you're going to need to practice. We said that 20 minutes at the end of the day. This is where you're going to want to try this out. So are you struggling with getting bumps in your sleek ponytail? You're going to want to use a really fine-tooth comb to push those out, and then you'll want to rewrap it. Or if you want some um, extra volume at the bottom of your ponytail, just lift up the underneath right by the elastic, backcomb it. If you don't know what backcombing is, you're going to lift up the hair, take your comb, and I'm acting it out as I'm talking, which is very funny to me because no one can see me. <laughs> lift up the hair, take your teasing comb, and on the underside of your hair, so not the side facing your mirror, you're just going to comb, comb, comb straight down until it's going to look a little ratty hairspray it, and then you can go ahead and smooth it. And that will give you like a really high voluminous ponytail. Okay. So you hold your, I'm, I'm attempting to mimic okay, so you with mine. Okay. Hair, is, hair is back. Yep. And got it. it's elastic. Okay. So you grab the hair that's hanging behind the elastic. Okay. And then you go take it from there. All right. And then, so you're combing the back part of the mm-hmm. essence, the ponytail to yep. make it straight and then you're hairspraying that are you doing the same methodology where you're spraying the hairspray in your hands and kind of rubbing it it right on that ratty mess (laughs) right on the ratty mess got it and you're not gonna you're not gonna do that to the whole ponytail or i mean you could but you're gonna take it in sections because if you pick up your entire ponytail and do that on the bottom it's gonna do nothing because the hair on top is so heavy so you'll want to do that in sections starting from the top working your way to the bottom okay now, um, a lot of times when I see women wearing this particular hairstyle, they have the big hoop earrings. Is that something you suggest or just kind of give us what accessories do you recommend go with this hairstyle? Yeah, the earrings make or earrings and accessories in general make this look Be- or like, I guess, your your high neckline. Right. So um, accessories, adornments around your neck, your earrings like you need to make a statement with this look. Otherwise, it just looks like you're going to the gym. So step it up glam like accessory style like it all plays into this look yeah and we have a ton of earrings on our shop section that you can go and explore and and find the perfect earring for this Mm um kind of a maybe a mid podcast break we we just released like a a course right on how to do all these different hairstyles it's like there's videos there's images and there's four articles each article is like 3,000 words or something. I mean, we cover all different hairstyles, ethnic hairstyle, little kid hairstyles, thin mm-hmm. hairstyles. So yeah. I guess if you need that support, just go on to Pageant Planet, click articles, and you could just search hairstyles, whatever, um, in our search box, and they'll pop yeah. right up. So if you're some of the things that Jesse is talking about isn't necessarily landing with you if you're more of a visual person versus an auditory um, learner, then go on there and see some of those visuals. Okay, so what's the third uh, hairstyle that you would recommend um, we or parents and contestants know about? 
Yep, so we've done the sleek pony, we have the high pony, and now we have the half updo. This is probably the most sophisticated because it has the most structure to it because it, it's more than just like grabbing a section, tossing it back and pinning it. And it's my personal favorite for interview because it, it enables you to keep your hair away from your face. Um, but it's also the hardest to execute because it has to look perfect. It can't just be haphazard. It needs to be really structured, really defined. Okay, so... Um... Walk us through that structure. What does it look like? And I guess kind of verbally walk us through how to create this hairstyle. Yep. So um, like the other two hairstyles, you can wear it in different ways. The first is polished and it's like perfect for serious events, photo ops. And that's really sleeked back with some great volume and just pinned at the crown of your head, which is the crown for anyone that doesn't know, is the back part of your head if you had a crown on where your crown would sit. Um can are you feeling your crown right now, Steven? Yes, I am actually. <laughs> it's like okay, got I it. am too, and I know you and I are on the same wave. Yeah. So that's where you'd want to pin your hairstyle. You want to sleek it back, really nice and full. You want some volume to it, um, and then you're gonna just have to pin it. And I would say no ponytail holders, no elastic for this hairstyle. It can really make it look um, more juvenile, elementary. You're gonna want to use pins. The less pins, the better. So it will take some practice to figure out. Okay, what section? is most appropriate for weight, look, et cetera. But again, that's great for serious appearances, photo ops. So if you're going to say, you're a lawmaker's office and meeting with them, you'll wanna wear this hairstyle. It'll look really sleek, great for the photo. You'll look professional. They'll take you seriously. Now, um, wait, if I could interject here for a second, yeah. um, for maybe some of the girls that are they're newer to just pageantry or just fashion as a whole, do you have a celebrity that maybe has worn this or maybe a celebrity inside the pageant industry or outside the pageantry? Anybody that comes to your mind so that they can get some sort of a visual? Oh, great question. Um, let me think about this for yeah. a moment. We, we can I circle think... back to it. We, we can yeah, talk. Yeah, let's circle back. So it's the, ha it's the half updo and just or any movies. There's like, oh, you know, so-and-so had this in this movie. Just to give them a, a sort of visual because it really is a classy look. Nobody's coming to mind for me, but you know, you're the expert. So I, Yeah, let's, I will continue to think while I talk and we'll find somebody. Okay, got it. Perfect. Okay, so on the flip side of that, that really professional look, you can totally, for especially teens and younger, channel your inner flower child with this. You can do light curls and waves, and then you'll just kind of lightly sweep some hair back. Um, or you can do like a braided piece back. But something that takes your hair away from your face. And the reason for that is like, and we'll get into this, but if you are, like we said, at appearance bending over like crazy, you just don't want your hair to be looking like it's constantly in the way. Or if you know you're gonna be taking a million pictures, Sometimes you just want your face to be the spotlight and not be hiding behind your hair. Yeah, love that. Okay, where should they wear it? You mentioned like a, a political political meeting if you're going to meet somebody, a, a government official. Um, where else? Yeah, more so than where, it's more what you're doing. If you are speaking, I highly recommend um, wearing this hairstyle for a speaking engagement. And the reason for that is... Since we're pageant girls, we automatically have a stereotype associated with us that we're vain and we are valley girls and all of that. 
Um, and I mean, we are doing our full hair and makeup. So, I mean, there is some truth to wanting to look great, right? But the worst thing you can do is get up in front of a non-pageant audience and speak and be constantly touching your hair, touching your face. And we, I mean, I do it at work all day long. I'm just touching my hair just because it's a habit, but it is so distracting to people when you're speaking. So if you do a half up, half updo, this will allow your hair to not even be near your face so that you can focus on what you're there to do. And it will really prevent you from the urge to play with it. Yeah. And that's the case with anything, like any habitual pattern when you're speaking, be it an interview or in front of an audience, if you have repetitive words, like I know, or I mean, like is one of them or Hey guys, or, you know, or, um, or whatever. So things like that can really distract people from your message. And as a title holder and a spokes model, like that's what you really want to deliver. You want to deliver the meat and potatoes of the content, which you're there to deliver. So that's a great point. Yeah, I totally agree. With so, what's your tips? And you keep a lot of bobby pins, which are <laughs> like you have them by the millions, and then by the end of the week, it's like I have six left. Where yeah, did the oh millions go? I don't know how that happens. Every Christmas in my stocking, my mother, since I have been like twelve, has given me a pack of bobby pins, and I to this day can find, like you said, six. Yeah. Um, so you will want to keep um, about a couple of bobby pins in your purse when you're on the go for this look because when things do fall out of place, it can be like horrific because you worked so hard to structure this and it's just um, something you want to keep. So half um, half updo, always have bobby pins on hand. Okay. And um, lastly, like how to style? How to style it. Like we said, it's great for like full coverage tops, like those, like, you know, those fully beaded tops that we saw, Stephen, like an evening again, though popular a few years ago, <laughs> high collar, full collar tops. That way it still allows you to have the glam of a hair down, but it doesn't overwhelm your frame by having all of this beading, all of this bulk, and also hair on top of that. Okay. What's the fourth hairstyle that you would recommend them to and, know about? Oh, go ahead. Well, I did think of someone that okay. you might want to look up. All right. So Diana Agron, I think is like the most beautiful um, example of that. She was in Glee. It's Diana Agron, A-G-R-O-N. If you look up Diana Agron, like half updo or something, it will come up, but it's a great example. She does it really sleekly, but it's like done so in a way that's perfectly styled. Um, so that's a great example. Yep. And then you can also look um, in our directory if this is like wildly confusing. And um, even if you're like, you search our articles and you're not sure how to do it, um, we have hairstylists, makeup consultants on there that you can hire for um, like an individual Skype session that they can walk you through how to do this. So it doesn't matter where you live in the world, you can find somebody that can help you do it via video chat. Yeah, and she has done this look so many different ways that like you can you can get like inspiration for both types that we talked about. So it'll be perfect. It's great. Okay, so what's the fourth hairstyle? Yeah, sleek and straight. Sleek and straight came in hot in 2006. <laughs> 16 is kind of like not left. You Have you seen that trend as well? Sleek and straight, yeah. So Renata rocks it all the time. She's Brazilian. She has that straight, like just really great hair. Um, it is, so the ponytail I like because I'm the only one that really sees it. She doesn't like to rock it out in public. Um, mm -hmm. Sleek and straight is my second favorite because that's what she wears all the time. So yeah, I, I love this where it's just, no curls, just there it is. Yep. And it's been, a, like I said, it's been a big trend in pageantry for about two years. 
it's fashion forward. It goes against the norm of the pageant persona that we think of like really lush curls, which we'll get to in a moment. Um, but it's more appropriate for contemporary pageants that are looking to blur the lines between beauty pageant and fashion model, like a Miss USA, Miss Universe. I mean, you see how many of the Latin American women wearing, um, wearing their hair straight at Miss Universe, and they look insanely glamorous. So if your pageant is in tune with the modeling industry, the entertainment industry, that's when this is most appropriate. Yeah, I mean, classic cases like Universe, Miss Universe, Miss USA. With with this, though, it's interesting how evening gown trends affect hairstyle trends because the two go together. So, I mean, with evening gown trends over the last few years, we've seen more of an attention to color and fabric and cut versus just there's rhinestones all the way over it. So where the dress is no longer maybe 50 pounds, it's maybe like 40 pounds, you know? Right. Um, and with that, the hairstyles had to change, and that's why we have this particular trend. So where would you suggest the girls wear the sleek and straight look? So like I said, fashion-related events are preferred because you don't want to be standing in a lineup with women who are in like that their hair stands three inches tall and wide all the way around because, and you might be the most insanely gorgeous person. So you might be able to still grab that attention, but there is still something to be said for that like bold look that they have. If you're standing next to them, you may fade into the background. So this is great for those appearances or for stage. It can be like either one, but in a lineup, it's not usually the best choice. Just in my experience, maybe you can, argue with me on that, but it should be part of an overall vibe too. It has to make sense with your overall look. It can't, you can't have like a flouncy pink dress on and have straight hair. It really doesn't usually compute that way. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, what, what are tips for really executing this style? Uh, well, I'm sure Renata has this if she wears her hair sleek and straight quite a bit. Argan oil is my favorite product for straight hairstyles. It like protects against the elements. It keeps frizz at bay, keeps hair glossy, um, and just like really keeps the, your health, your hair healthier longer. You know, I'm not sure what she has. I mean, I know that she's got some of the you know we like she sent us a bunch of product and um, I don't know who else. There was a few other brands that is just slipping my mind. It sent us a bunch of products, so she goes through and just tries them and. Uh, but I just know that it's an ordeal. Like when she gets out of the shower, she's like, oh, washing my hair and I get to straighten it. Mm-hmm. But, and it, it is it is quite the process, which I do not envy women for the process that it takes to get ready and to look the part and put on makeup and all that stuff. It is, it's crazy. I mean, a guy like from dirty to shower to dressed and out the door 15 minutes the 20 minutes tops i mean if we can just make it happen and that's if you throw in a shave too i mean we can just make it happen girls it is like i do not envy you in in all the the work that it takes yeah it's a lot of work i'm not gonna sugarcoat it i mean it's and that's why i say like it it takes practice because it can be so stressful you're hustling to an appearance and you want to put your best foot forward and you're trying a hairstyle for the first time or it's just not working do yourself the favor and give give yourself confidence to do these styles put the time and the effort in so it doesn't take a lot of time it's just a matter of repetition learning how to work with your hair because everyone has different hair types so it's 
it is time consuming, but it is so worth it when you do learn how to master. Well, I mean, the thing is, anything that you do for the first time is time consuming because it's your first time. Like whether you're cooking a meal for the first time, going to the gym for the first time, doing your hair, this particular style, there, there's effort. And then after you're like, oh, I got this and you can just whip it up real quick. For sure. Yep. Okay. Um, so how to style with this hairstyle? Yeah, I would suggest um, only bald, bald, <laughs> bald, <laughs> um, bald women do sleek and straight very well, obviously. Yes, yes, very. Um, so bold, strong makeup suggested only. Um, because it's such a simple hair look, you really have to elevate everything all around you because it can read casual if you don't come 100% ready. So full face of makeup will keep you looking sophisticated and prepared. Yeah, and when I when I think about this hairstyle, I think about like the the old movies that highlight the Egyptian empire where the mm-hmm. like Nefertiti or Cleopatra, they had this straight straight hair and then like the crazy makeup, but it's like, "Oh my gosh, that works." Now, if they had really like big pageant curls and stuff with that, they would look like a drag queen. You know, they mm-hmm. so you got to you got to seek that balance. So, yeah, I yeah. love love that tip. All right, what's the fifth um, All right. style this, that you suggest all obvious. girls know. This is yeah, the obvious. Yes, this is the pageant curls. This is your hair staple, your go-to, works with an evening gown, works with a casual outfit. Pageant curls, they have volume, they look glam, and they frame your face, which is why they are so valuable. And they like, like I said, they look perfect in every situation because that is the look right now. It's these effortless, great, voluminous waves, and pageant curls do it best. They really do. Yeah. I mean, it, it is, it's true. Even when we go to an appearance or we have an event, Renata, she like, she defaults back to her pageant curls. She's like, nope, I got to curl my hair. So, totally. <laughs> all right. So where, where to wear this, um, the pageant curl look? Yeah. I mean, it's the universal look because like I said, you can wear it for everything. The only thing I would advise against is uh, events where, you know, you'll be moving around a lot. Um, or using your hands because you don't want your hair to get in your way. Um, and I will say if, if you're working with a coach or working with me and I notice that you play with your hair a ton, I will suggest that you do not always default to pageant curls because I want you to get used to not being able to play with your hair. Um, so I would say active appearances are a no. And then speaking engagements, if you are prone to playing with your hair are a no, but otherwise it's almost like, Anytime, any place, pageant curls are the way to go. Yeah, I mean, maybe the exception is like outdoor pageants, like or like outdoor events where there's a lot of wind and a lot of humidity. Because I mean, it'll look even bigger than Texas after after all that. Well, I mean, I I have to give it to our glitz pageant friends because those hairstyles will maintain themselves in a hurricane, which is pretty miraculous. So I will say you can train your hair to do anything with, or if you can, if you can learn how to adapt to your hairstyle and hair type, you can make anything stick, but it just takes that practice and that knowledge. Completely. Okay. So what are the tips for executing this hairstyle? Okay. Um, the biggest mistake I see is not having enough volume on top. So this is for novices. They'll curl their entire head. They'll go on stage and the top of their head is completely flat, which can look like more, um, more like junior high school dance or like high school dance than pageant. And it lacks that oomph. So volume on top is everything. So you need to learn how to plump up the hair on top of your head and around your face. And if you have long hair or you're wearing extensions, this can be tough because your hair, the weight of your hair will want to flatten it. 
And if you have fine hair, it might have a tough time holding. So this is probably the hardest trick to master. So you need to figure out what works. So you can try a few different things. Back combing, like we talked, back combing, remember, is that tip where you're holding your hair up, combing the underside right at the root and spraying it. So that's back combing. Um, there's root powder that you can kind of just, what's the word? How would you use, I guess, douse? Is douse the right action word you would use with powder? Douse your roots, kind of zhuzh it up. It'll help kind of plump it. Or is it the matter of fact of where you're not conditioning your hair for a few days and it doesn't have that like silkiness to it, that may help it stay in place as well. So again, it's trial and error, figure out what works best. Yeah. And sometimes like really dirty hair does style better. <laughs> use, use, uh, with caution though. <laughs> well, yeah. And again, it's, I, I used to hear that all the time. And again, it totally depends on you. If you have thick hair, I realize that I cannot style my hair with dirty, like with dirty hair. Because for me, my hair is so thick and it holds so well that I I need it to be perfectly clean. So what you're hearing might hearing across the board, like dirty hairstyles best. Again, give it a try. If it's not working for you, try something else. So there's never like a set in stone black or white answer for what's best for your hair. Yeah. And that's life, right? I mean, we all come up with these little formulas of like, this is what works. It's like every situation is just unique to that situation. So um, rare is it when one answer, it solves every problem. And that's why we need coaches like Jesse Ledois. How do you style this? What, what outfits go best with this? Yeah, so um, like we said, any outfit really goes best with this, except for those like really bulky tops. Like we said, we don't want them to fight with each other. But you do need a pair of earrings that will hold their own um, because there's going to be so much hair happening. You you don't want to wear a stud with this, right? Because you will truly never see it. So you want to have earrings that are big enough to still stand out. You'll want them to be a color that contrasts with your hair so that, you know, even if it's covered, you still might see peaks of it like coming through the different strands. So you want accessories to be able to match up to it, um, to blend in so it's not overpowering. And then, like I said, don't overwhelm with your out, like a super busy outfit. Yeah. And just to kind of wrap it up here, I, a few things. One, uh, just a reminder, check out our course on our site. I mean, we literally cover every hairstyle, ethnic background, every hairstyle type in these particular courses. Mm -hmm. And then what I would do is just recommend that you sign up for Pageant Planet Daily. It's a daily email that goes out Monday through Friday. And in there, we reveal these new courses that are like highly in-depth about walking you through every aspect and every kind of option that you could particularly have. It's free and it's delivered to you every morning along with like what pageant news is happening, what world news that you might be asked an interview. Um, Jesse, you yourself, you give uh, morning tips of like little tips and strategies and tricks from everything like how to make your heels hurt less when you're wearing high heels to how to wear like bigger earrings so that your earring, your ear doesn't stretch, you know, so all those kinds of things that you get just delivered right to your inbox. It's insanely valuable. And um, Jesse, just in closing, if they wanted to wrap, if they wanted to work closer with you, how would they be able to do that? Yeah, they could visit pageantplanet.com backslash coaching. Um, that's the easiest and quickest way to work with us. And then again, if, if hairstyles are a point of struggle for you, we can, of course, connect you with one of the many hair and makeup artists in our directory. Awesome. Thanks, Jesse. 
Want to ask your questions to the title holders and professionals we interview? Become a VIP girl today and get unlimited coaching from the pageant planet. Plus, ask as many questions as you'd like for only $47.